0: The McAllister's extended family are getting ready to spend Christmas in Paris. On the night before they fly, eight-year-old Kevin, played by Macaulay Culkin, is sent to the bedroom in the attic for his bad behaviour. Overnight there is a power cut and the family are in a mad dash to get to Chicago airport for their flight. They forget all about Kevin and even his mother doesn't realise he isn't with them until they are over the Atlantic. Meanwhile, young Kevin is more than happy to be home alone. Things start to change when he realises the notorious wet bandit thieves are robbing houses in the area and his home is one of their targets. To defend his property, Kevin comes up with an ingenious plan. I'm up here you moron! Come and get me! You guys give up or you're thirsty for more? I'll get him for you. <laughs> yes. He's only a kid, Harry. We can take him. Ah, oh, shut up, will Ooh. What is it? You're missing some teeth. Where? Yeah. That's where I go to. My gold tooth. Too. <sighs> I'll kill him. I'll kill him! Oh. I kill Kick, and I'll up your and boil them it honestly doesn't feel like Christmas for me until Macaulay Culkin has uttered the words, I made my family disappear, and then runs around his house like a lunatic. I've grown up with Home Alone as a Christmas staple and I still enjoy watching it to this day, and not just at the festive times of year. If we're talking favourites, then this is definitely going to be right up near the top. Other close contenders were stolen by other hosts that I won't name in shame here. I do consider Home Alone to be a bit of a modern classic and there are so many high points and memories that it's difficult not to give it the praise. With names behind it like John Hughes, Chris Columbus and John Williams, you'd think that it would be a hit. But Warner Brothers weren't so convinced once their £10 budget started to rise. Thankfully for us, some behind the scenes juggling meant that when the film was canned by Warner Brothers, it was instantly picked up by 20th Century Fox. I keep thinking about what makes this film spark for me, but who can pick from all the gems? John Williams' score that only really happened through a jokey last minute suggestion, stunts that feel so much more painful when you realise it's before CGI, the great cast that work so well together, They're all great things, and there's still some incredible stuff left. Macaulay Culkin has such a natural talent that, be it comedy or something a little more serious, he nails it. The dynamic between the young star and Joe Pesci and Daniel Stern as Harry and Marv was a delight to watch. The innocence of Kevin and Marv against the scary visage of Harry gives you a clear sense of allegiance. You want Kevin to be victorious over Harry. You also don't want Marv to be hurt anymore. Bless his little tar-soaked socks. Our baddies suffer blow after blow at the hands of the McAllister's new home defence system, and as the viewer, you can feel every single one. On most rewatches now, I manage to only slightly wince with pain. That is, until you get to the nail through the foot, I feel the pain right up through my leg. Poor Marv. As daft as the idea of a kid being left home alone and thwarting burglars may be, the film does a good job of tying it all up in a neat bow and making it believable. So believable to a child or us big kids that if you haven't already made your own defence plan, then what are you doing with your life? It also doubles as a zombie apocalypse plan at a push. It's really very silly not to have thought it through. If you're stuck for an evening's viewing, you can always do a double bill of films and catch Lost in New York after this one. Different and yet the same, it's a good sequel that always shows you the meaning of Christmas wrapped up in a mad caper. After the first two films, the series takes a little diversion. Three isn't set at Christmas, and the cast and crew have moved on to new pastures. From there, films four and five regain their Christmas theme, but move from the big screen release to the small screen. They're still not bad if you need to find something to occupy the kids while you take a food-induced nap, but they don't hold a flame to the original. There's also talk of something new going to Disney Plus. Maybe it should be one of those things we don't think too hard about though. The influence of the franchise seeps into a lot of other films. Other festive fodder like Christmas Breakin and Better Watch Out take elements to hook into the nostalgic hype. There are others too, but shh, spoilers. The music, the premise, you can find other homages in other films and merchandise littering the shelves in its honour. Merry Christmas, you filthy animals. And finally, yesterday's Christmas cracker was Who plays Father Christmas in Elf? The answer is Ed Asner. Today's Christmas movie question. Who played Matthew Broderick's annoying neighbour Buddy Hall in Deck the Halls? See you tomorrow with the answer.